Welcome to the fittest podcast in Oakland, where your favorite coaches talk everything to help make you a better person inside and outside of the gym. This week's episode, we got a doozy. Way too much science, way too much learning, but it's all amazing. And it's really not way too much. So sit back, listen up, and learn what November's focus is to get you through the holidays, feeling good, and having more muscle because it's all about that protein. So sit back, listen up, and do some learning. Okay, we're back and we have to focus because it's monthly focus time. We're focusing. Focused. So we have November coming up. But before we get to November, Robin, how was your breathing in October? <laughs> well, I definitely breathed. I'm still alive. Woo-hoo! Good job, Robin. <laughs> um, I didn't really put anything specific in place, but I did do some... You know, continued with box breathing. The lacatatus is kind of weird for me. So I'm still continuing to kind of practice that and noticing stressful times and trying to like incorporate breathing into stress reduction. That's probably all I really did. How about you? It was 50-50. Okay. So I think I set two challenges out for myself. One was the breathing post-workout. Right. And then the other was the morning read and uh, journal thing. So morning read and journal thing actually went very, very well. Oh. I think I actually did that every every morning during the week, which was my goal. So that has gone really, really well. So that's going to continue. Um, it's actually pretty easy to do. So that's good. And I figured out the tricks to that one of separate rooms for phones and things. And you just sit there. So it works pretty well. Even this morning where I forgot my whole schedule, woke up worried, <laughs> checked my schedule and went, oh, no, it's completely different than I thought. Never mind. I don't have to do certain things. So um, that has gone really well. I haven't figured out how to incorporate it into the weekends yet, but that's just laziness. I would say initiative and laziness and two. Uh, the breathing in the workout, post-workout, eh, not great. Some, I'd say maybe once, twice a week, definitely need to get better at that. So, um, and also need to continue to push that post-workout. So I will continue to do better myself and with classes because I'm seeing that with classes that we don't do that well enough. So I got to figure that one out because I think that's an, that's another game changer in, regulating the whole system so we will we will get there somehow some way i mean i've noticed in classes that we've kind of set aside at least a couple of minutes and just kind of verbalizing you should be breathing you should be breathing into your nose you need to come down from that 
great high of the workout. <laughs> so I, I think, you know, education is the first step. So yep. good job on that. I don't think I've done a good enough job with that. Okay, we'll do better, geez. I know. I, I will. I will. I have to stop warming people up. Like, that's, that's the problem. You, <laughs> you get you all people, lost in the warm-up? You people need more warm-ups. Yeah. Every time I see you do things after we've warmed up a bit, and I'm like, you should not still be doing that if we've been warmed up properly. Yeah, it's hard to find that sweet spot <laughs> in a group class, too. Like, everything else, everybody's kind of at a different place with that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, it's pretty funny. But, I digress. That So, October was better than, what, what was the month before that? September. Yeah, for sure. So that that's noticeable improvement. And at least one part was like incredibly successful. So I'm pretty happy with that. So now what is November's focus? November, we're circling back to food for um, a focus on protein. That macronutrient we all love so much and need more of, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I'm going to ask Robin because she might remember the argument we had on this one because we both agreed that protein should be one of the months but why we picked november and not december well uh we picked november because of turkey yes yeah why was that an argument it was an argument because i said we should do it in december right after turkey Uh, and for the holidays and you said no 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 let's do it before yeah and i agreed with you once you laid out that well we flipped gratitude and protein exactly yeah that was the argument i didn't remember that Yeah. yeah And, and it's, it's, it's actually, I think it, when I lay it out now in my head, I can actually defend it way better because hopefully we get in the habit of eating the proteins before we get into the holidays. And then we can be more grateful at the end of the year and recapping everything. Yeah. So agreed. I think that's the, that's the cooler piece to this whole rigmarole game focuses that I think was pretty cool. I was like, now this makes more sense in my head of. Okay, pre-build the habit to go into one of the tougher times of the year for food. Yeah, and, 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 so, and we'll get to it. But this is this is a great counter to some of the holidaying. Yeah, yeah. And I think it'll it'll also help people kind of like manage what's going on, mm-hmm. and maybe give them something to focus on instead of freaking out on what they can't focus on or control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, why protein or what, you you wrote it up in the brain. All right. Me. So the brain, the brain. <laughs> not not what the is brain. The brain. The brain. The board. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna we're gonna kind of break this down into three parts. We're gonna talk about what protein does, why we like it, and then some challenges or like next steps or recommend. I think recommendations is the proper word. Yeah. Recommendations. All right. So one, two, three, four, five things that protein does. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. All right. The first thing is probably the one everybody thinks of is build. Building uh, muscles, building cells, building hair, nails, muscles, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Builds. It builds. It, it builds. It's pretty simple. That if you study digestion, nutrition, and your body, that's what it does. Yeah. It's the building blocks. So if you think of nothing else, go, that piece of chicken is building something inside of me. Something good. Yes. Something you want. Yeah. Well, in all senses, yeah. Like, they're, they're, even even adipose tissue is good for yeah. you. You you do not want to be 0% body fat. No matter what somebody tells you, <laughs> you do not want to be that. I promise. Um, but when we talk about um, body composition, what you want the most of, the protein does for you. 
right? Mm -hmm. Cool. And this is, I'll, I'll say this because I know there are people out there that still think this. Plain and simple. You're not going to eat enough protein to get yourself big and bulky like a bodybuilder. No. <laughs> it's really hard to eat. And we'll, we'll get to this, but it's very difficult to eat just the minimum protein you probably should be eating. So, yeah. That's, um, that's, that's the trick. So if yeah, you're one of those worry. people who are like, I don't want to gain weight. I don't want to get bigger. I don't want to do this. No, no, no. Flip that script when it comes to protein. Look at that script when it comes to fats and carbohydrates. Because those might lead you to the, the bigger mass. Well, let's, let's hold that. Put a pin in that for yes. when we go, what, what, why do we like it? Perfect. Okay. So we build, we repair. Repair. So if you've ever been sore, part of that is how muscles break down. So in the gym, we challenge muscles through, the, you name it, mm -hmm. um, and the body adapts from that. Yeah. So if we want to repair the system, aka you want to fix your split ends in your hair, you want to make your skin clearer, you want to... Um, nails. Nails, your nails prettier. You want to um, build the muscles bigger, <laughs> not bigger, stronger, um, or more dense, then this is what it does. That's what protein does in the body. It's the rebuilder. It's the repairer. It says, oh, this is where the tear is taking place. Let me rebuild that yeah. piece. So re repair, not just the, the healthy breakdown, but some of the, the in injuries or owies that we get when we push too hard. Mm -hmm. This is what's going to help you get better faster. Exactly. All right, build, repair, oxygenate. I thought this one was really interesting. I mean, I kind of knew about it, but I just thought it was really interesting to throw in there. Um, so protein in your blood moves the nutrients mm -hmm. around. Yeah. You know? And so it's important. This is more higher level biochemistry, right? right? And we will not bore you with that. <laughs> or but... pretend we know more than we know. Well, I think we both know <laughs> we that. We know the basics. I yeah. was going to say, we both because we, we did this with the next one that we're going to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know that there are... Protein binding things, protein binding globulin, is that what it is in blood? Globulin. Globulin. Gob globulin. <laughs> goblins. With Halloween, it's goblins. <laughs> protein binding goblins. Yes. So think of little goblins in your blood that bind to your oxygen and CO2 that then transport that to your cells. So if you have adequate protein levels, you can then transport that oxygen better. Yeah. And I think we all can understand that one from the breathing we did in October to, to we've all been out of breath in a workout and would like oxygen and carbon dioxide to be transported better through our body yes. to make us feel more comfortable. So if that is the case, sometimes having protein in that system at an adequate level can help that. Yeah. And you might even call it recovery. So build, repair, oxygenate and recover and then digest. So this is the one we were like kind of talking about a lot, the digestion. Um, so uh, protein uh, is an input to creating enzymes, um, and especially pancreatic enzymes. And that's kind of what breaks down the stuff in your, in your digestive system, specifically your small intestine, but you don't need to know that, I don't think. Um, but it's important for digestion. You don't want digestive problems. We've all had it. It sucks. So you need your protein for that. So this is where, um, if you don't know, again, going to the chemistry and biology here protein breaks down into amino acids right that's why every gym bro tries to sell you amino acids yes because they don't realize that oh yeah the piece of chicken does the same yes so one don't buy those unless you just need something to flavor your water <laughs> and then we can talk about that yeah two 
um, those amino acids do, do all the things we just talked of repair, build, help oxygenate the body. And then the enzymes, you, it's a, it's a funny, um, never ending cycle, um, where you need amino acids to build enzymes, to break down protein, to To build amino acids that will build, repair, recover, and oxygenate. And then also build the enzymes to break down the enzymes. Yeah. So So when Rob input and and an output. So when Robin talks about how this will help your digestive system, this is where sometimes people go, Oh, I don't feel good from eating all the protein because they don't have the initial enzymes in there to help break it down. So this is where it can't just be, um, and this is why you see the stuff with like turkey or like um, mass mass meat like situations. I, 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 I'm assuming most of us haven't done a four pound steak challenge, but I know what that uh. does is is that sends me to the bathroom a few more times, uh. um, and that's partially because my body didn't have enough enzymes to break down that protein. That's yeah. also where the misnomer on uh, grams of protein per meal and the amount you can actually break down. Um, so this is where that comes from. And it's actually, I say misnomer because it's been proven not to be a fact. Um, so we'll talk that later in recommendations. Um, but that's super important. If you're someone who struggles with certain things, look at your protein intake with your digestive health. Like it sometimes can help with gas. It can help with making you more consistent and more solid with your bowel movements. And we had to go there. Yeah, it was poop. Like you put <laughs> digestion up there, that leads to poop. Yeah. Um, so it, if you, you know, if that is something like you notice, like, boom, that's a big thing. Red flag. Like that protein can help in that. Mm-hmm. And this is my favorite because I think this is the secret sauce of, of nu- nutrition, body comp and fitness regulate hormones mm-hmm. regulate hormones we'll get into it a little bit more and and why we like it a lot of this is kind of a crossover yeah why we like it is because of what it does so yeah. it makes sense but um it definitely helps in regulating hormones and um should we talk about the specific hormones and why we like it right. totally All right so um well, let's just go, let's transition from that right into, because those are our, so build, repair, oxygenate, digest, and regulate. Those are the, those are the fives. Let me, let me talk real you quick talk on about hormones? regulating. Just, just oh, so, regulating so people, in general. so people okay. don't go like, oh, wait, what? Uh, um, wait, what? <laughs> so again, amino acids, right. and then those bind with certain fat. So, That's my watch again. I'm so sorry. Sirius found more stuff to help us regulate <laughs> and all this information. Um, regulate hormones. So amino acids amino will bind to certain fat enzymes right. to help those systems like pancreas, liver, um, oh gosh, I'm thyroid. Um, what else am I missing from? Pituitary. Pituitary, yes. <laughs> all of those things need amino acids with the right fats to to produce back to build. Yes. Yes. So again, this is, it's that never ending cycle of like, Oh, okay. I need these. Gosh, what do they call them in, in all those nutrition programs? Basically amino acids are all the little building blocks. So if you think, think of a poured out bucket of Legos, Mm -hmm. every color is a different amino acids, amino acid, and there's hundreds. So you got to take your 64 colors crown box and then multiply it by two and you're getting close to how many amino acids you have in your mm-hmm. body. And when you start thinking of that, you go, oh, wow. Build so many cool things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's 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 the analogy I always think of in my head. Yeah. And that's where the hormones are, are really important 
to so many other things. Okay. And there's so many ways to mess up your, that your hormones get messed up that can explain a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so again, we'll get to that. Um, but I do, I do want to just go right into hormones again, because I'm sort of obsessed with them. Um, so let's talk about some of the hormones. Yeah. Um, the satiety hormone. Let's go to that one. Ghrelin? Yes, ghrelin. Yeah. So ghrelin, you, uh, ghrelin is naturally there to help you, remind you to eat. Like, if you don't have ghrelin, you don't eat. It's the hunger one. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's what will keep you alive. So you might go, <laughs> I don't want that one. I need this bed. I'm like, no. Eh, no, you want that one. You want that one because, um, and this is also what, when the ghrelin is too high, this is what also leads to irritability. Yeah. And other things like that. We all know the hanger. Hanger. <laughs> We've either experienced it or done it. <laughs> One of two ways, I'm sure. Um, especially if you have small children. You know hangry children. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all hangry children. Yes. So I just like to say small children because nobody gets offended when the two-year-old throws a timber tantrum because they're hungry. Um, if you're a 42-year-old and you throw a timber tantrum because you're hungry, some people judge you. But nobody judges the two-year-old. So I'm going back to that one. Um and that's super important. So what protein does is it helps produce or helps downregulate the amount of ghrelin um, or process the amount of ghrelin that you have. So if you're like, oh, I'm really, really hungry and I'm craving X. If you eat the protein first, it will help take off the rest of the pieces on there. Mm -hmm. So like this was the whole reason why we wanted to do this for Thanksgiving and the holidays Go put a plate of just protein and then go get all your sides. Like eat a piece of turkey and then go back to the table and go, oh, now I want the green bean casserole, the sweet potato casserole, the blah, blah, blah casserole, the Midwestern salad that's really just marshmallow fluff and yada, yada, you know, all of those things. And you won't eat as much because you're full on that first thing. Um, there's some really smart people in the nutrition field and they're not even trying to attack it on like a a deeper level of nutrition with helping people there there's a wonderful woman she does a fit me plate um and she just literally talks about hey turn that plate so that the protein's right in front of you and start there yeah, and like it's it's she does a bunch of other stuff um and it's it's really good and she's not even trying to say like eat x eat y eat blah 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 she's like protein carbohydrate source a vegetable source of some sort some fat. Yep. It's it's like that simple, like not even crazy. So it, it, it's beautiful. Like I'm like, okay, that makes sense. That's easy. So what happens when you eat and with when you're healthy, your ghrelin is at the right and it's working properly, it will decrease. So mm -hmm. then you won't feel hungry anymore. Mm -hmm. Right? If it's not working properly and it doesn't decrease, you will continue to feel hungry even though you don't need any more food in your body. And that's when you can, you can, you risk overeating. So if you kind of, you know, if you wonder about that feeling, um, yeah, and pay attention to it because it takes a while for that, that hormone to go down. But if it's not working properly, i.e. you don't have the right amino acids, building blocks, blah, 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 lots of reasons, then um, you can risk that not knowing when you're actually hungry and when you're actually not hungry. That's the great analogy of the, um, are you craving a piece of chicken or steak or are you just craving something sweet? Um, when you're craving the piece of chicken or steak, that's ghrelin yeah. talking and that's saying, Hey, put this in. So you regulate me. And if you're craving this, the sweet, it's something else. Something else is going on that you're trying to get around. Yeah. 
And that's, that's okay. Just know what that is. There's a whole bunch of stuff of dopamine yep. is related to ghrelin too. That's your feel good hormone. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, these, these are those little tweaky things where you're like, I know what I'm supposed to eat. I know how much I'm supposed to eat, but it's still hard. It's not working for mm-hmm. me. A lot of times it's these, these nuances that are connected to these hormones. So, um, we, that's why we, one of the first things we do is tell you to eat protein with every meal and we'll get to that. Yeah. And that's the other, that's the other trick there that Robin's really kind of talking about. When you know why the body is trying to trick you in this manner, you can try and fight back against it. You, you, you might know why you need to do X and Y, why you do this, but then you can understand, oh, this system is beating me here. Yeah. You can get your body to work for you. Not <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If you just have to make these tweaks. The other hormone, I mean, I don't want to go through all of them, but I like to talk, I talked about ghrelin and, and leptin. So ghrelin's the hunger hormone. I said it wrong. Leptin's the satiety. So that's the one that yeah. tells you when you're, when you're full and stop eating. And this is a tough one for a lot of us, especially on Thanksgiving and then during the holidays. And when you're eating certain foods, um, you won't, that's why we say one of the main reasons we say don't eat these highly processed foods because you won't feel that fullness at the right time and you won't stop at the right time. So you definitely want that leptin to be finely tuned so you can really know this is when I'm supposed to stop eating. This is when I'm satisfied. That doesn't mean full, like uncomfortable. Full means satisfied. Sometimes they'll say wait a few minutes before you go back for your seconds, 10 minutes or five minutes, whatever it is. Just so that those hormones can kick in and you can go, do I really want that? Well, and understand that when we talk about highly processed foods, you're talking about engineers literally trying to beat your hormones. Yes. They they are literally going, how do I trick their hormones to sell more of this product? It's fucking evil. It's evil. It's evil in some senses, but it's also ingenious in... (laughs) okay, this is also one way in which we get people to eat food, so maybe that's not a bad thing. But yes, that that thing right there that they're doing is going, this is how I get you to like the Dorito better. This is how I get you to like the Oreo better. This is how I get you to like whatever highly processed thing you like better. And that's okay, but if you don't recognize that, you're going to get outsmarted by someone who's literally spending millions of dollars to study this. Yep. And beat you. And that and when you understand that game, you go, Oh, got it. And you can you can fight back. Yep. And these are the ways that you can, yeah, maintain this is one of the why we like it items, is that maintain that um that healthy weight. Maintain exactly. Healthy weight and and in a healthy way, not in a cut calories, overeat cycle, blah, blah, blah. This is the way to even everything out. Even it out. Protein is so key to that. One of the podcasts I listen to regularly, they were talking about, um, they were talking about how in your first three months of trying to change your diet, lifestyle, and nutrition, get stronger, Mm -hmm. and that will actually change your body composition sooner than you think. And so this is where, like, we always talk of like, okay, I'm not worried about cutting calories for you. I'm actually worried that you don't have muscle mass. Mm -hmm. And if you have muscle mass, the calories will take care of themselves. And that's the beauty of like why we push protein so much because usually that's going to lead to a better muscle mass, which is going to help all the other pieces and help you eventually go, 
oh, this is how I lean down to what I really want. And talk about working with your body. If you do not have enough weight on your body, your body will just store everything and it won't burn it. You won't have an efficient burning mechanisms and you just got to eat less and less and less and less to maintain that weight. And it's really, really um, problematic and it's easy to get in that cycle. So that's not the solution. And that's one of the why we like it list and our list is two, twofold to reduce muscle loss and also build muscle. Exactly. We want more muscle in our body. I mean, for so many reasons. <laughs> um, goodness gracious. If you just want to live till you're 100, you need muscle. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like, the more and more they study it, the more and more they go, why aren't we building more muscle in people? Well, and also, this is a sad fact, but it's true. As soon as you stop growing, you start disintegrating. Exactly. Right? So you want to counter that. You want to counter that by building. So you're not building to get bulky. You're building to stave off this degeneration that just naturally happens as we age. So you're you're not even breaking even, most of us. I was going to say, that's the the funny thing that people who tell me, like, I don't want to get bulky. I'm like you're losing right now yeah you're already behind like it, once you get out of those early teenage years and probably mid-20s the curve is going the wrong way for yeah. you and it doesn't mean you can't build from there and gain muscle but it's we all know it we all know it in your 40s and 50s it's much harder to build muscles than in your teens and 20s yep. just facts so if you think about it that way you go wait a minute that's also probably countering me. I'm losing muscle here, so I got to build that back. So we reduce that muscle loss. We build the muscle. It helps us to, um, incre- I mean, the, the, the easy way to say it is increase metabolism, right? So your cells are more efficient and they're going to burn. You're going to have that, um, that healthy weight. Um, we talked about the hormones with the hunger curbing. So if you think about... I'm going to go eat a bunch of even healthy sugar, like fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, if it, It's going to spike your insulin and then it's going to crash and then you're going to crave more carbohydrates, sugars. If you eat those fruits with some chicken or eggs or cheese or whatever, some protein source, it's going to slow down that spike and um, it's going to make you feel full for longer Etc. Etc. Exactly. So it's pretty simple. So for our why we like it, oh, we we got to talk about one more item: recovery. Uh, we did talk about that a little bit. Soreness. You, you know, you get really wrecked and you don't want to come back, and so now your your workout schedule's off. You want that recovery that protein allows. Well, and it also help you sleep. Yeah. Exactly. All those hormones that again we talked how it helps build hormones. That those amino acids will help you sleep. It's why, like, some people, when they struggle to sleep, they take magnesium. Mm -hmm. And that will help the protein pieces build there and go and have your muscles feel better, recover from that. And these are the, like, tricks that, like, we push. It's also why, like, and I'll talk this in the recommendations of, like, pre-post-workout protein. Mm -hmm. Like, if you want to feel better from what you did and actually gain from it and i don't mean like gain in size or whatever it's just like you put in an hour of work at the gym you should get something out of it yeah getting the most bang for your buck (laughs) we're telling you how to do it here yeah and especially with all of you who uh, live crazy busy lives this is the the hack this is the the, you want a biohack here you go it's Mm -hmm. it's right there 
Um, and that's super important. So. Yeah. So using, I mean, a lot of these, these lifestyle focuses we've been doing all year is how to use these things to your advantage, you know, how to use food to get the most out of what you do in the gym. All right. Recommendations you have eat protein every meal. I'm going to go even farther. Every time you eat something, protein should be involved. Yeah. I, I think it's simple enough. So I start with every meal because that's hard for some people. Yeah. You know, like my breakfast folks who are, I'm grabbing bagel with cream bagel cheese. with cream cheese and all that. Like, and cream cheese is not protein. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> um, Just stop it with that. Or, you know, any type of thing like that. It's like, okay, that's fine. But let's start with some type of protein source in there. Like, and no, don't, don't throw the the fatty meat in there like don't tell me the i had bacon (laughs) Bacon. with my bagel and cream cheese like it's got to be more protein than fat and if you don't know what that is come ask us because i can show you the difference in a lean protein source i assume most people do but if you don't bacon is good it's not bad it just just know that there is a higher protein source for you. I, I like I like the example of the bagel because this one happens to me all the time when I counsel people. First thing, you got t- two halves of your bagel with the cream cheese on it. That's your breakfast. Take one half away and replace it with an egg or two. Start there. Yeah. It's not, it's not that hard. I don't like eggs. Too bad. Get to like eggs. <laughs> it's no, I'm just kidding. If you hate eggs, but most people do and they're not allergic to it and they're cheap and they're easy to make in many different ways. They're portable. It's like a no brainer. Why do you think people started throwing locks onto every bagel? Oh my God, I love for, for, <laughs> it's, it's not only because they're delicious. They're also much better for you. Yeah. So, so I got it. The avocado toast is amazing. But get some type of protein. Throw that poached egg on that avocado toast. Yes. Oh, so good. So good. Yeah. So good. And there's so many different ways to do that with protein. Yeah. And notice Robin and I haven't said like it just has to be a grilled skinless chicken breast. No. Chicken breast with broccoli and white <laughs> rice. Go. No. There are so many different types of meats to but eat. But chicken in again, easy, not too expensive, <laughs> forgiving when you can can't cook very well. Chicken is great. Well, and I'll go even a step further than that. Ground beef. Ground beef. The cheapest one. You can get very lean ground beef. Super rich in a bunch of nutrients. And when prepared properly, it it's or as good as... Even improperly. Brown some ground beef and throw that in almost anything. Well... But but I'm saying like if you just brown it and yeah. you don't you don't add cheese you don't add butter you don't add yeah, right. like like that's where people go astray with the red meat is they don't look at everything else that's in that red meat yeah. they go wait a minute you cooked it with a a, a stick of butter <laughs> yeah that's gonna mess with your yeah, cholesterol who uses butter to cook meat oh okay no you mind. you have not done a well a what is that? Uh, I'm, I'm forgetting the cooking term. But there is a cooking manner in which you do steaks with a butter bath. And I'm oh, forgetting it. Oh, sounds gross. Oh, it's delicious. Oh. If you've ever had a good steak at a restaurant, probably done some type of way oh, like okay. that. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. But you don't even need to eat red meat to get protein. And, I mean, for our vegetarians out there, there are good protein sources too, but you got to be really educate yourself because there are a lot of bad sources out there too. Well, and this is where we've talked to before, but reading the nutrition label a little bit yeah. of like, oh, 
this thing that says it has 20 grams of protein on it, but then you look at it and goes, oh, it also has 20 grams of fat and 40 grams of carbohydrate. Yeah. So it's, it's got protein in it, but it's got a lot of other stuff. So that's always my like caution to people when they go, don't fall for food marketing. Just because yeah. it says it has 12 grams of protein in it does not make it a protein source. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I see that all the time and I just chuckle because I'm like, you're not fooling me. No, my favorite is the gummy bear package that says gluten free on it. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm like, oh, must be healthy. They're mm-hmm. gluten free. Let's mm-hmm. go. Give me them gummy bears. Yes. <laughs> Labeling is and they awesome. will they will do that with protein nowadays. It's a big trend, right? So just just be aware, like, oh, it's called marketing. They didn't they didn't change anything or make this any healthier. They just told you how much protein was already in it. So all right, and this one is gonna be tough. This is the 0.7 to 1.1 gram protein per pound of body weight. Isn't that lean body mass? Um, no, oh. and here's why. Oh um, they're, they're, they go back and forth. Everybody has a different one. They go lean body mass. They go kilos. They go this and that. Basically, what I've seen is it, it's anywhere from 0.7 to 2. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Just take your body weight and try and eat it in grams of protein. And I would say 95% of people I talk to, and I'm going to stand by that number even though I can't prove it, you're not even getting 0.7. So don't worry about the range because you're not even getting the minimum exactly it's hard and don't be we're not telling you this is easy and it's just a it's a goal and you know a lot of these goals to take baby steps meet yourself where you're at and then take the next step Mm -hmm. so if you're only getting 0.2 uh grams per body weight maybe aim for 0.4 right and -hmm. then keep trying to get a little more protein and we have tips and tricks maybe we'll get to oh you already just kind of said one one or two of them but yeah most likely you're not getting enough protein. So, but that's the recommendation. It's one of those things when somebody tells me they eat enough protein and I ask them like, what are you doing? And I start showing them, they go, Oh, Oh, I'm not close. And that's where like Robin said, start with, don't even count grams of protein. If, if you're getting a protein source with everything you eat, so every snack you have, every meal you have, you're going to be much closer to that number than then you realize, but you're still probably not getting there. Yeah. If you're already eating protein and, and, and the, the hand method method, a palm, the, the size of your palm of protein. If you're doing that every time you eat, you're probably doing better than a lot of people. But it, it like, so if I do that, I yeah. know myself, I won't get there in a day. No, but you're, and I'm a big fella. Yeah. So, so, but that's what I'm saying. Like it, like start with that, but understand like this is really hard to get to and you might go well ben but i'm worried that i'll over consume it if you over consume it here's what happens it turns into a harder to burn carbohydrate so it can mess with some things but for the most part the benefits are going to outweigh that and you'll know like there'll be some other things going on we'll go oh yeah here's what's wrong it's really hard (laughs) to over consume protein because of that those hormones that make you feel yeah. full. Yeah. The, the, they work really well on protein. <laughs> yeah. This is one of like, this is a Ben problem. That's why I can talk to it. Like I was doing that. And then we figured out why and we saw performance dropping and we went, Oh, 
that's because your protein's so high and your carbohydrates were so low. Yeah. And that's where like, oh, okay, this I'll manage my energy levels better when I do this. And so we brought my protein levels down and it actually worked. But I was still, I think I was at 0.9 grams per pound of body weight. So <laughs> still, we're still within that range. Still really high. Yeah. yeah. I was way over it. Let's mm-hmm. just say that. And okay. it, it was, it was like, uh, oh, wow. Is... That's impressive. That's impressive. That's a lot of burgers. No, I like meat. I, 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 like when people say, could you do the carnivore diet? I'm like, I could come close. I'd be really happy. I could come close. I I couldn't do it fully, but I could come close. Add Um, protein. Yeah. So this is, um, this is my trick. Whenever I go out to eat, I either do double meat or I, Robin said this, the salad and add the meat on there. Mm -hmm. Like every salad, every restaurant goes plus $5 for salmon, chicken, blah, 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 blah. They all have them. (laughs) And um, they'll you especially if you ask. Like it's funny because I always laugh. There's all these funny food hackers on the internet, and they show you literally how to order at a fast food restaurant to get an extra patty or to get an extra blah blah blah. Yeah. And you know, there there's all sorts of little tricks. And if you're out to eat, just ask. What's your What's your In and Out order? Is it four, eight? Oh, I did. I I haven't been In and Out in so long. Have, you, have you ever had the eight? They ate, no. No. I don't like that much in one <laughs> one bur I would rather have two burgers over eight in one. Got it. Like I I don't even I haven't even done a quad. Oh. I, don't, oh. I think that's well I mean it's just yeah. That's like when they do the whole uh flying Dutchman, which is just a patty and cheese. Mm-hmm. I think that's weird. I'm like if I'm going in and out I'm having a burger. The, 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 the I'm, good stuff. I'm gonna have a burger. Like <laughs> double double. Yeah, I I I don't go to in and out thinking that I'm gonna make this the healthy <laughs> No 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 no. Like, I, 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 nor I, would I suggest that. Yeah. I like the adding protein to the, the salad too because you're getting that roughage. So you're getting that really good digestive help with that protein. So it's a it's a great go to. It also works in like soups stews yeah, like like it. add extra protein if you're getting to be crock pot season just put chicken in it yeah it's not gonna especially if you season the soup and everything else and you just dice the chicken you won't notice it and all of a sudden you have like tortilla that's why chicken tortilla soup is so good to me because i'm like mm-hmm. oh yeah and, and 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 you can do this with almost anything the other thing the other trick you can always do so we talked about that breakfast um maybe you're not an egg person maybe you're not this Go with the Greek yogurt. Yep. That that right there, boom. You instantly have another protein source. And you can you can dial it up. You can do Greek yogurt, granola, blueberries, raspberries, whatever berry you like, and all of a sudden you have a still high protein source and a yummy little And I think snack. we talked about this in the sugar episode, but plain Greek yogurt, you can always add a sweetener in if it's not sweet enough. And it's still gonna be nowhere near the sweeteners they put in those fruit flavored. Greek yogurts. So highly recommend plain, then add your own fruit yeah. or drizzle honey or whatever. It's going to be much better for you. But if you're like, hey, I can't even make that work. I don't have the fruit on hand, whatever. Fine. Yeah. yeah if you won't eat the plain Greek yogurt, but you'll <laughs> eat the honey flavored Greek yogurt. Fine. I'm yeah. okay with that. It, it's still better than no protein. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really important for folks. All right. And then you say grab and go. I like that. Um, so this is where I am really good about it. I do deli meat. Yes. So it's a, it's a grab and go. I know you talked about it. The hard boiled eggs. Yeah. You can buy those. Um, People go- think that protein isn't portable. 
than it is if if you just get creative. Well, like, so I think of Costco because that's where I shop for a lot of things. They have all sorts of deli meat mm-hmm. and you can, we can argue the deli meat, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, if you're not eating protein, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Eat like, the pro- try to get all, as always try to go the highest quality that you can. Of so try to get the deli meat without the nitrates in it and the organic and the blah, blah, blah. But if you're not eating it at all, to at begin all, with, yeah. like if you're not eating protein with the beginning, then none of that matters. Yeah. Like, um, it, it's so funny to me that people go, well, I'm not going to eat that. And I'm like, what are you going to eat instead? And their their healthier choice is actually less healthy. Yeah. And I'm like, just go that way. Just, 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 yes. Um, but to that said, they also do a bunch of pre-made, like, chicken, barbacoa, like, you name it. They probably have it in some form or fashion. They do turkey meatloaf. They do polo asada. Um, Kevin's Paleo, one of my favorite, like, little brands. It's literally sous vide chicken and some type of sauce marinade yeah and you just throw it on the stove um heats up in about eight minutes and you got protein um and it's more than one meal and i'm sneaky and i will add i will pre-cook some chicken and add it in so my sauce goes over more chicken (laughs) so well and i love that for adding protein to your meals but to to go back to grab and go oh if you really really haven't cooked anything you can go, and you can get this at 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. You can get a pack of deli meat anywhere. So it's always a go-to. The great thing I like about deli meat, too, is you can roll up stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Like, you can get your veggies in that way. You can get your healthy fats and just roll something delicious up in there. My, <laughs> I don't know what your favorite is, but I'm going to... True confessions. I like a piece of ham with some just a light layer of cream cheese on it. And I roll that up, and I'm just... Oh, so good yep um i'm gonna go back to costco because you just you put me back on track good <laughs> um chicken sco- skewers they literally oh, make yeah. they're like grilled the chicken skewers and it, they're they're not great cold but i've eaten them cold and they're fine chicken's and, fine cold well some people don't like it they okay. need to heat them i'm like okay but if you're like i need to grab and go this those chicken skewers perfect um beef jerky you gotta be careful sometimes and robin's making a, a fizz I, face not, not a fan but but if you are a fan and it just works for you, it is cool. easy, an easy it's protein. It's an easy protein. Like that's when you reminded me of the Seven Eleven. Like that gas station grab and go. Like, it is it the best thing for you? But not those like Jimmy sticks or whatever. Well, so those Jimmy sticks are interesting because if you actually read them, you then learn that oh wait, it has nine grams of protein, but it has twelve grams of fat. And also <laughs> like tons of sodium. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I I will uh, hold on my sodium rant because I, I don't think it's as bad as everyone makes it out to be. I don't know if it's be. bad. It tastes terrible. It's so salty. Oh, see, I, I love salty love things. love salties. Um, so, but that's because I drink way too much water, so I need the salties. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's where, like, you, be mindful. Read the label. But m- most beef jerky packets... They're more protein than they are fats. Sometimes you'll get some sneaky carbohydrates in there. Like the the flavored ones, they sometimes you're like, whoa. Um, and the other one, it's not great, but it's still, I will, I will fight with it a little bit is nuts. Like, mm. like a, a, a healthy nut packet. Yeah. It's going to have a lot of fats, but if I'm choosing between nuts and a bag of Doritos. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Let's go the bag. The N- never nuts. the bag of Doritos. Well, no, I, I, no, I, 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 I'll no. disagree there. 
Um, because I think if you haven't had Cool Ranch Doritos, you haven't lived. So you're you're, you're probably gonna die on an unhappy person because you didn't have Cool Ranch Doritos. Um, but that's I, I digress. But don't there. forget to have your protein. With, yes. with your Doritos. Ugh. All right, and then you have supplement and pre and post workout, which we kind of touched touched on earlier so supplementation you're talking to a guy who has to get 250 grams of protein in a day if i broke that up in three meals that's what almost a lot that's 75 grams of protein um which again i'll go back to it is a misnomer that you can only eat 30 grams of protein at a time um yeah that's not true um, and if you don't understand that, come talk to me and I'll break it actually down on the board or ask you, where do you think it goes when you eat it? <laughs> it's going through you. I hate to break it to you. Um, so anyway, what I have to do to get there is supplement with protein. Um, and I use a protein powder. Mm-hmm. I have found one that doesn't bother my stomach and I like the taste of it. Yeah. So you can play around with all those things. Um, it's, it's it's fine it's one of those like i would rather have the others but i don't have time like usually i'm going from working out right into something else so i need something to just tide me over um and that's where that that quick 20 grams 25 grams comes in so if you're one of those people who's like man i just can't get to 100 grams of protein i just can't get to 150 grams of protein cool uh protein shake with 25 grams of protein and it gets you there real quick i like that too i i also i mean in a perfect world uh you get all your protein from natural food blah 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 but we don't live in a perfect world and if you're like i'm the way i'm that person that i don't like to feel full and i don't definitely don't like to have a full stomach when i work out Um, but not working not having any protein in your belly when you work out or just adding it in it's tough So, and it feels terrible. So I've learned to, yeah, have the protein powder. Also a way to get more water. Um, Throw that in your blender bottle and just sip it slowly. And then you don't get that really full feeling, but you're still getting that protein in there that you need. Well, I'm going to go back to picking on our our bagel crew. Mm -hmm. Um, So you want to do the bagel with cream cheese, but they don't have good protein source. You think it's a little sketchy of a deli and you don't trust their locks. (laughs) That's fine. Go grab your protein shake and bring it with you. Yeah. And they even, so funny enough, a lot of times those stores, they sell them there. And so while it's not a perfect solution and sometimes they have more carbohydrates than I'd like in them, it's still, it's, it's gonna, it, it's gonna, the 30 grams of protein is still gonna help. Um, and, and nowadays you can't, you, you're, you don't have to rely on the whey protein, which can kind of irritate some people's stomachs. So let's actually talk that a little bit. Um, so whey is dairy mm-hmm. broken down. It's basically mm-hmm. if you produce cheese, you create whey as a byproduct, um, byproduct and waste product. Yeah. So um, it's it's why like some people get irritated with whey. So what I'll tell people is try some of the others. There's pea proteins, there's hemp proteins, there's soy proteins. Understand that there are ramifications and drawbacks to all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to be aware of that when you're picking also be aware of the quality of the supplement. Like if you're buying it off a shelf at multiple discounts, just understand you're probably getting what you pay for. I'm gonna disagree. I believe that 
it, it and you can we can kind of research this but my research shows most of the way protein isolate powder is coming all from the same source you're getting it from these dairy factories it's all the same stuff for the most part so you're really paying a lot of times for the marketing the packaging that kind of stuff sometimes you're also looking at what is also filled and included in there. Yeah, so you yeah, might get the labels, same. of course. Well, that's the problem is they can hide a lot of stuff in that label that they don't have to tell you about. And this is also where having been in the world of drug testing and being drug tested, if it doesn't have a third party testing on it, they can put whatever they want in it and tell you it is what it is because it's an unregulated industry. Right. And that's where I go think through that a little bit more. And if you're willing to take that risk, take it. I, I'm not one to judge you for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I won't go on the Amazon and it gives you that per ounce and there's one called NutraCost and there's nothing added to it. It's just whey protein isolate. No, I, I would look a little that I would look a little deeper in that. that. That's just, and this is from seeing people pop positive for silly supplements like that. Seeing people. So this is going to end my Olympic career. No, <laughs> but what I, what I'll tell you is like sometimes there's added stuff and things that you don't realize, um, and it's just they don't even know it's in there. They pay a big factory in China and they say put this in the vats. What those folks in China don't tell you is oh that vat was used for X right before it and we kind we rinsed it kind of. Yeah, I guess that's true for all stuff packaged, but yeah. So yeah. anyway, so check your sources, but um, but and, protein we isolate is protein we isolate for the most part. For the most part, and that's that's just there, and like, yeah, and I think you can find the right things for that. And, and if you're worried, we have some at the gym that yeah. we we stand by. That's really good. Yeah, that you can just bring home. Yeah. Um, but more so I say that for the other ones too, like the pea proteins, the soy proteins and all of that, like be cautious. Yeah, of that what... stuff I'm not, I have no clue. I don't know yeah. how they make it or where they make it. Um, and this is why I hardly ever recommend supplements to people because I, I don't trust the supplement industry. Yeah. Um, fundamentally. So it, that's a different podcast for a different day. But if you find a good source and you buy a quality source, you can kind of protect against that. And basically what you're looking for is third-party testing. If it's got it and it's got that label on it, you're, you're good enough. Got it. Um, in addition to that, let's go to the pre and post workout. So this is where like, I always tell people 20 to 30 grams pre and post. This was a game changer for me. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so you remember all those benefits we talked in the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> and you remember all the reasons why we liked it? That's literally why I say put it around your workout. Like it can be, and it doesn't like people, oh, like, I don't know why this is such a controversial topic with people, but I tell them to eat before they work out. And they're like, ah, and I go, well, I think it's like I said, it, you know, this is uncomfortable feeling. So you have to just kind of play around with what you eat. So you don't feel yucky. You feel good. Yeah. But for the most part, I have yet to meet a person that can't eat something an hour before and feel okay. Just be careful what it is and that you're not eating yeah. too much or something that actually is irritating your stomach. You're maybe not allergic to, but you might be sensitive to. So what I'm saying is sometimes people have bad, they have made bad choices and that then they're like, that's because I ate before I worked out, but not necessarily. 
it might be just because you didn't eat the right thing. Exactly. If you're the teenager walking into teen class eating a hot dog, (laughs) yeah, okay. But like that, that's what I'm saying. Or you ate a giant meal instead of just a bite or two, you know, a little snack. It's exactly. And that's what I'm trying to tell people is it's very easy to get to 20 grams of protein just like that. And you, you should eat protein before working out, but most importantly is that post-workout for the, for the muscle building, the recovery, all that stuff. I'll argue you want it in there before because that will, the system will tell it, oh, go. And you want more carbohydrate on the back end to re-energize, but it's all a balance. Yes. Like, and this is, this is the tricky part where my head goes with all this of like, okay, if, and this is why this is the last thing we talked, not the first thing mm-hmm. we talked. If you're not getting enough as it is, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but you kind of, you want to think, what do you want on hand to get the system building? And that's where the pre comes in. And then what do you want on hand to help the system recover? That's where the post comes in. And so Robin's got it in both ways. This is just more the new age stuff with sports nutrition that I've been seeing is they really focused on the pre-workout protein versus post. Now the problem is, and Robin knows this from her own <laughs> things, is sometimes you drink that whey shake before you work out mm. and it does not go well. Mm-mm. So that's where you have to be careful. Um, because again, it, milk is a bad choice. But if you drink chocolate milk post-workout, it's an excellent choice. So that's where you got to be like mindful of those well, things. Well, and if you want to play around with the protein shake, I would start with it post-workout. 100%. Eat some real food an hour before you work out and then try that shake. Uh, that's what you see people walk around with those blender bottles. Plus, it makes you look cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so this is my big thing for you early morning workout people. If you are not eating something before you come to the gym, Jesus. Try wake, it. Just wake, try fi- it. wake up five minutes earlier and have something yeah. you prepped the night before right it, in the fridge. It's a game changer. Grab it, eat it. You'll feel so much better in the gym. Like all those if, aches, if you, it, Yeah. If you find that you feel really sore all the time. This is, again, this is going to be a game changer for you. If you don't already protein and carb it after, right after. And it has to be within an hour. It really does. And then you can go, <laughs> and then you're going to get your next meal. I mean, obviously you don't skip a meal for this, but you really want to, for the full benefit, you want to get that protein into you right after you work out within that hour. So don't wait. I'm going to eat lunch in two hours. Yes. Still eat the lunch in two hours but throw that shake down on your way home in the car or whatever. Well, and the other thing it does is it creates the habit. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really what's most important is, oh, this creates the habit to help me get to the end overall goal. And that's why we say, we know we're going to work out. So let's put some, let's put some bumpers on both sides of that. So we do better with it. What are your thoughts on casein right before bed? I, I'm, I'm shrugging right now. Cause I, I don't think it matters. Um, and all the research I've read on it, it's, uh, it's a nice to have it's, it's, you know what it is if, if done properly and the best way I've seen this done is you mix that with some type of yogurt, some type of cottage cheese, something that fights the sweet tooth craving that most people have right before bed. Yep. So if that's what it's supplementing or, or taking away or substituting, fantastic. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's a great... Uh, casein is... So if you're in the gym, there's a, two different kinds of protein in our those big bags you can buy. And one of them's called casein. And it's a slower digesting protein. And a lot of people will um, 
eat a like a pudding or something before bed because uh, you don't want to drink a lot of water right before bed. But it'll it'll be your little dessert, your little midnight snack, whatever, your pre-bed snack. And it gives you that protein, especially if you haven't met your goal for the day. It's a great way to get a little extra in there. And it shouldn't disturb your sleep in any way. No. Um, I just, I don't think you, what I'll tell people is that it doesn't matter. If you like the taste of casein over whey, go for it. And I don't care when you take it. Yeah. But, but if you're like, I like whey, Ben. I'm like, cool. It will give you the same benefits. True. That's the, that's the funny thing with all of this stuff is like, if you're not doing the first thing of getting enough protein, (laughs) none of these other tricks and tips that we're giving you matter. No. Yeah. So again, like all of these challenges, don't be, just don't despair. If you just are like, this is so overwhelming. It's just like working out, right? You got to find where you are and then meet yourself where you are. So if you're like, I know I don't eat protein at every meal just start there mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a lot and you're like i don't like all that red meat you don't have to eat red meat to get protein mm-hmm. okay so try to find some protein sources you like think of it as fuel if you're just like i don't like it just eat it like feed you're feeding you're feeding your muscles you're feeding your body you're giving yourself the right fuel yes um, I'm, I'm going to go real fast here because I'm going to go to something I saw literally yesterday. Are you going to rabbit hole right now? No, this is a cheat sheet for protein sources. Ooh, I like it. So I think they had some... Yeah, awesome. So this is how you get 40 grams of protein. And this is what I'm going to leave people with. Okay. So 40 grams, four eggs, three egg whites. Four eggs, two egg whites, two thick bacon pieces. Mm. High protein Greek yogurt, four eggs. Chicken breast, 4.5 ounces cooked, 6 ounces raw. Chicken thighs, 5.4 ounces, 7.2 ounces raw. Um, Ground beef, 90%, 5.4 ounces. Flank steak, 5.1 ounces. Shrimp and salmon, 6 ounces each. Chicken nuggets, 15 of them. (laughs) Um, Chickpea pasta, 4 ounces plus 2 ounces of ground beef. Um, Greek yogurt and beef jerky, 4 ounces of Greek yogurt, 35 grams of jerky and a protein bar that's that's a lot um anyway so what i'm trying to say for folks that like if you're trying to figure out what 40 grams of protein is that's what it is so if you like start thinking through that stuff you're like oh i don't come anywhere near that in my meals this is your like eye opener of it's your wake up call and 40 grams is probably normal for ben but I don't eat 40 grams at a sitting. A five pounds of steak for me would kill five, me. Five ounce steak. Five ounces. Sorry, did I say five pounds? Yeah, you could eat five, you eat five ounces in a sitting, I bet. I don't usually. I bet you do. I feel too full. I've weighed and measured my food for years, so I know um, I don't eat four eggs either. I eat two eggs. Yeah. So it's just like <laughs> you have to go with kind of your body. <laughs> so, I mean, 40 grams is a lot, and it's still not a lot in the scheme of things. But if you think about it, sitting down and eating four eggs and three egg whites that's a lot at a sitting for me Mm -hmm. it's not a lot for ben but it's a lot for me so it's like i would do more like two eggs and maybe two egg whites and i could probably get that down Um, and then i would have to eat snacks to get my protein i wouldn't be able to do it 40 grams at a time yeah and that's what i'm trying to warn people of is it's it's more than you think (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a job eating enough protein. <laughs> well, and that's where I just like have it on hand, have it ready. Yeah. To grab it more than you think you need it. And don't be shy. It's okay. It's not going to hurt you. It's going to do all the good things without really hurting you. Again, it's very hard to overeat protein 
and feel good. You know, it's for me again, I've, it's really hard to meet that minimum threshold. And so you have to really think about it and be focused. Exactly. Um, women in particular, it's one of the first things I say is yeah. probably not eating enough protein. Um, so do it. Ladies. Do it. That's how you get the the good things. All exactly. the good things. All right. Well, I think that covers everything. Wait, do we have goals? I don't have one for protein. Oh. This, protein is one of those things that's auto for Ben. Got it. I, it's, I, I, it's, it's, you, what you should say is, Ben, I want you to eat less protein. Figure right. out how to eat less. <laughs> no. Because I'm at 250 grams a day, give okay. or take, pretty close around there. I, I, I don't have a problem. <laughs> no, you don't have a problem. That's great. Good. So, so this is one where you don't have to like work that this hard. This is one like, that, as long as you see me carrying a protein shake around, you're like, okay, he's fine. I could say maybe more on the weekends, but I actually do a pretty good job on the weekends. Yeah. Because I like, I like meat. You like meat. Yeah. I, I will definitely be focused a little bit more on getting enough protein because I, it's so, it's such an easy thing to fall off. Um, yeah. Yeah. And again, when, um, and just to circle all the way back to why we're doing this now, holidays, lots of carby sweet treats, lots of it. You don't see a lot of protein treats you definitely have a turkey at thanksgiving and maybe a nice prime rib at christmas or whatever but in in general the increase of treats during the holidays is sugary carby maybe fat fatty foods so if you get enough protein you'll be able to stave off a lot of the cravings and the, the lot of the um yeah cravings for that kind of stuff you see a big table full of treats and you've just eaten a nice protein rich meal you're probably just gonna have one or two of those and not the whole plate so just okay we're back we had to take a little break there because we hit the hour mark um robin was talking about protein traits and how at the, around the holidays there's no protein treats um i actually think that got on the recording so we won't worry about that but we didn't want you to leave it hanging if we didn't <laughs> sign off or anything like that sign off. <laughs> um so i'm gonna challenge robin because yeah. i think she does a really good job of this I want to see her, if it's not too much to ask, I want to see how she tracks her protein. Yeah, I've, got, I've gotten really bad at that lately. Like, like just, just tell us, like, hey, what, did you get 140 grams? And she could just do one day and go, hey, here's what one day of 140 grams of protein looks like for okay, Robin. Okay, I'll do that. I think that's an easy one. Um, I'll report and I, back in December. Because I think for a lot of us, that would help you see it. Like, you see Ben and you just go, nah, he's... And I'm like, yeah, okay, nobody listens to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because it's automatic for me. But, yeah. like, if Robin does it, everybody goes, oh, wait. This is so nuanced and so cool. And I'm like, okay. Stop she it. did the same thing I did, but all right. <laughs> and you also all see my giant lunchbox, so nobody believes me. Well, I think the difference is more that, not that people don't listen to you. It's that it's it's relating to the struggle, you mm -hmm. know? Like, it's not easy for me to get enough protein. Mm -hmm. So let's let's... Try it and see how we do. Yeah. Well, and, and the best example is if Robin had just taken a picture of her um, Uber Eats order yesterday, more DoorDash order. I don't know which company you mm -hmm. used. Um, she got a salad and it had two sources of meat with it. And I was like, nope. <laughs> I'm like, I am not going to be able to eat all, that all in one sitting. Yeah. But that that's what I want you to see is like, oh, she still ordered that. Yeah. Because she could have ordered the salad without any of that. Yeah. So think right. about that. And we'll, we'll, we'll check back and see if Robin actually... Proved that she could do a whole day of eating enough protein. Right. I don't think it'll be that hard for her. Okay. If she takes pictures. 
but pictures got it <laughs> all right gang enjoy your protein and we will see you in december bye bye